I'm so excited. Where are we going? This is Mystery Cheese, the podcast about field trips. I'm Leslie. Hi, I'm Dot. And our special guest today is Bevan. Hey, Bevan. Hi. Um, Bevan is an animal whisperer, primarily specializing in dogs. She is a traffic Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> the commute is real. And she is the feline soul sister of Dottie. Yes. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Yeah, that, that is how we met. In the same litter. <laughs> At the pound. Litter, litter mates. Yeah. Our pairing today is bus wine. Bus wine. Jolly referred us to two different wines that you can take on the bus. That's what bus wine means. Um, because our field trip today was, was we, Wilshire going Boulevard. to bus down Wilshire Boulevard, a.k.a. Pico. But we did not take the bus. But we drank the wine before we got on the bus. And we drove. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Don't try it at home. Kids. Yeah, don't do that at home. Actually, we that's illegal. <laughs> we had a designated driver. Yes. Who was full of bus wine. Yeah. <laughs> and it was not the bus driver. It so what are you excited bus. about this week, Dottie? Oh. <laughs> I'm excited about, uh, I have a trip planned to Big Sur coming up for my birthday and I'm staying in a yurt. And one of the things I have planned out there is to go into a natural hot spring and I've oh. never been in one before. Have you oh, been in a yurt? Amazing. I have been in a yurt. My old boss had me work in her yurt in her backyard as her office. So I am familiar with the yurt. That sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> it was really nice in there. So I could imagine very comfortably like glamping. As you, she I had hate a that work term. yurt? She had a work yurt, yeah. But I'm going to be staying in a like a pleasure camping. yurt. In a, a pleasure, pleasure, in a pleasure <laughs> yurt. Pleasure um, it does not have its own natural hot springs. I wish it did. But the... Hot Springs is in like a meditation center that is like near where we're staying and you have to be a member to use it unless um, non-members can only go from one to three in the morning. And so it's like a famous hot springs. And then it does say that most people go in it nude. So I'm ready to get nude with strangers and go into the hot springs between one and three a.m. Exactly. Yes. So I'm prepping myself as a never nude that I'm going to do it (laughs) as a birthday suit are you hoping (laughs) are you hoping that there's no one there i am hoping at one to three in the morning (laughs) during the week in april that'll be cold and no one will be there yes all right i'm very interested in the the field report from this yeah i will update you what are you excited about bevan i don't have as exciting trips coming up in my future are you getting naked anywhere yeah (laughs) between the hours of one and three it's a nightly (laughs) vacation between one and three so big one oh yeah (laughs) It may or me. may not be with strangers in hot springs, but <laughs> it happens occasionally. <laughs> Let's see. I completed my round of Whole30 that Dottie was doing with me, mm-hmm. and now I'm just excited about being able to eat whatever I want again. I know yeah. it's it's the simple little things in life. You know what? Oh. It's true. It's the small things. <laughs> it really is. I Yeah. I had pizza today, and it was great. And it was delightful. And that like, is very not Whole30 friendly. So. I know. What is life without cheese? But... Mystery cheese. <laughs> what is life without mystery cheese? We <laughs> <That laughs> know what you're question. really saying. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie, what are you excited about? I'm making a folding screen out of Ikea parts and a bit of fabric I've never found a proper use for. 
um, that pile over there is the beginning of it. It's actually just like a. I thought that was a kimono hanging up yeah, on the wall. Like yeah, kimono. It's pretty. Oh, well, though. hostess pajamas are kind of my middle. Um, so it definitely uh, got a hostess pajama vibe to this uh, folding screen. Mm-hmm. But I got some um, pieces that they're supposed to be for this the Ivar shelf at IKEA, and they're twelve bucks a piece. And then I got two sets of dollar hinges at the 99 cent store and I'm making a folding screen and I'm going to hang this fabric from it. And I feel good about it. I think it's going to be, a, I'm not a DIYer because like I'm print. not good at making things and having sucky oh, things you around hush. your you house. You hush. No, yeah, not with that attitude. It's all about believing. Yeah, I believe really hard. I Tom Sawyer people that are good at things into doing things for me because like <laughs> I like nice things and I don't make nice things. I know so you're gonna do so this. So if you're really handy with the staple gun, come over because I'm making yeah. a folding. <laughs> you're gonna Tom Sawyer all the listeners <laughs> to helping and making this. I'll help you. <laughs> you guys, you sold me. I asked Jake if he wanted to paper mache with us, and he's like, "That sounds like Tom Sawyering," but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like a good paper mache? Um, I'm very excited about your paper mache also. And it's our crafting, paper mache. Just in general. Yeah. Crafting. Craft. Yeah. Are you going to paper mache the folding screen? The other side of it. So the fabric. Okay. I actually am going to paper mache it. Ah. But I was like, hey, I'm not that good at paper mache yet, but I'm going to be amazing after I'm done making all this paper mache for your film. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to have the fabric side. But when I get really good at paper mache, I'm going to do a bunch of very architectural, sculptural, like um, seashells and such. And I'm going to put it on the other side. So I'll have like a summer look and like a winter look. Nice. I love multifunction. And or- just like that, Dottie and I have made your screen for you. You are really good at Tom's <laughs> like, this is my vision go and we're like wait i thought we were recording i just an idea man you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're paper macheing right now as we're doing this as we're talking, we're talking. yeah dot said my screen for me on the other side you guys thank you i know by the end of the episode it's done we're like what the how <laughs> it's an out-of-body experience <laughs> we blacked out and made leslie things <laughs> it's happened more than once uh, you, so you're in good company with that yeah it's great so uh, yeah. bevan pitched this so this is Bevan's field trip idea. Tell is, us. Yes. So few different points of inspiration, but one being um, Jonathan Gold's trip down Pico that he did when he was um, busing to work as a kid. And that was the route he took. And he saw these restaurants and spots along the way and how you kind of cross through different neighborhoods and parts of town and thought, he was going to do a tour and, and eat his way down Pico and, you know. Which is kind of like traveling without leaving because it goes through all these different um, ethnic neighborhoods. And so you can kind of eat your way across the world just going down Pico Boulevard. Absolutely. Yeah. You go through um, the Byzantine Latina Quarter and Greek Orthodox and um, the Jewish neighborhoods and make your way all the way down to the beach. So it's pretty exciting and i'm very food motivated so that and we all the whole 30 had not started yet so we were um so i really like the idea of that and then the idea of walking it was from this group that every year around thanksgiving time does a walk of la to kind of bust the myth that nobody walks in la and they pick a big major uh, street or avenue to go down and one year it was pico and i thought Here's my chance to eat my way down Pico. Mm. Here it is. <laughs> I know the two gals that would be perfect for it. Exactly. Uh, I was thrilled. So when Dot, because uh, you actually pitched this like our first season and we just didn't um, get around to doing that in season one. Yeah, because this is a pretty like doozy of a field trip. This is like a day. I was so it's excited. It's a whole day commitment. Mm-hmm. And you were prepared because she had, um, she had sent me your itinerary. 
and you were basically walking walking along the walking tour that you weren't able to go to so this is like a a makeup yes I kind of um did a mix of their starting point and some um points of interest that they'd picked and then also just pulled up you know zoomed in on google maps and saw what popped up on pico that maybe they they didn't highlight but i wanted to go check out so it was a little mix of that and you start downtown at grand hope park which is off pico but Mm -hmm. for a big group that's a good starting point for sure and then full disclosure we had intended on taking public transpo down and like really doing it up and then um like most uh grand ideas that I have it was scaled back until it was manageable to us so we did think we we're going to take the bus but then we drank all the bus wine and then we didn't feel like taking the bus anymore so we drove yeah but, but we were all wearing our like walking shoes and we were ready we had know. all good intentions exactly we did the research the- I think the important part is not to do things perfectly but just to do things yeah that's I'm sold on that which is I'm so glad yeah, we, the we, theme of this field trip yeah. and our lives in this podcast and our lives doing things <laughs> so grand hope park is downtown it's where fitum is there um it's i mean it's a private park because it's part of that whole complex with them and then there's a mosaic art that i actually have always wondered about with that clock tower mm-hmm. and we did not go through but we did <laughs> we stop drove. in front of yeah yes we did a nice drive by slowly yeah. counts then i feel we... like we saw more out of your car than we would have in a bus anyways well, that's true. I mean, because they don't let you hang out the windows of the bus. <laughs> no, they don't. And, and you're they like, don't stop wanna... wherever you want. Exactly. Like we want to pull over here. There's a parking spot. And let's talk about how weird and eerie that we found parking spots everywhere. every time. Yeah. It was like the city had it was still January. There's there people are back from the holidays. It made no sense. But it, it was made lovely. no sense. Yeah. The streets were cleared only for us. There was, was legitimately perfect. no traffic. And yeah. every time we stopped, there was a parking meter right Unheard there. Unheard of. Yes. Parking yeah. karma on full blast that day so if you do have that luck then by all means yeah. you don't step need to one be bus. really lucky that day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is some side. drew advice like remodel your kitchen before you have people over like come on <laughs> first make sure you feel lucky so we we did drive well, bevan is our traffic buddha so true. We, we rubbed her belly for luck <laughs> and we were on our way she's both zen and lucky uh-huh. so we did drive past the la convention center and then um where did the, the, okay, so our first stop was the Panaderia, and then where did you? This is part of the original walking tour. Yes, that was pointed out as a really great um, classic Mexican baked goods. They were popping. They bakery, were, yeah, they, as were, big, they were busy. As in busy the morning. And they had a lot of things. We got a couple of it's sweet empanadas. Yeah, you got a mystery corn thing yeah you wanted to try something new for all of us we shared yeah (laughs) it's like what's that she's like it's corn i'm like great put it in there (laughs) yeah i was like good job i started to hand her like 25 she's just like she repeated i don't know what she said to me the price was and i was like handed her like 25 dollars, and she looked at me like i is simple which is something that happens often to me (laughs) and then it was like 11 dollars or something maybe it was even less than that we got like we got a bunch of like really uh decadent treats was there do we get an eclair too I don't know. I don't remember the eclair. No, I don't. But perhaps. Did I invent that we got an eclair? <laughs> we got some pastry empanadas that had pineapple in The them? pineapple was yes. great. Yeah. Oh, that was course. a good little little pastry stop. Yeah. Got our sugar fix. And mm-hmm. then. Okay. So our first, our first like uh, architectural stop was the old homes on Alvarado Terrace. 
Ah, yes. I had never heard of Alvarado Terrace. I go down to Hoover all the time and I'm like, those look like some interesting houses down there. So I was so excited because I hadn't heard of it. And it's this funny little like old neighborhood that's off of like Alvarado and Hoover, roughly, mm-hmm. like between um, sort of like downtown and like the edge of Koreatown. It's, it's like high Koreatown. I don't even know what type, how to describe that. Is that like, is it? Is it Westlake? It's like between like Westlake and downtown. It's yeah, I don't know. It was like it's, it's a little a weird, weird pop. No is that house. where the shortest street in LA is? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was, and they had all Victorian houses, right? They're beautiful. They were such it's with so houses. many solariums, then we couldn't stop saying the word. Well, and we've and we've never stopped, and we've never stopped. <laughs> so what's really funny? So after after the field trip, I actually like looked up the um, the Alvarado Terrace because I had never heard of it before, and it was super cool. Mm-hmm. And it was through that googling that I actually was on the LA Conservancy site looking at their walking tours, and that is how I discovered the field trip app, which we adore. And it's all thanks to you, Bevan. I do what I can. You're an inspiration <laughs> to us all. Inspiration to us all. So I would, if you're at all interested or you're in that neighborhood, I would check out downloading the walking tour of Alvarado Terrace. It's free. It's a PDF. It's on the um, the LA Conservancy website. And it's interesting because it was like a really wealthy neighborhood and they sold a bunch of lots and then you had to promise to build a house of a certain stature. Like they, they didn't want... <laughs> no, no shanty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and the you had told us that the lots were ten dollars a piece, which sounds like a deal. But I guess in eighteen ninety money, it might be a lot. Yeah, they seemed affordable for the lots, but then you had that minimum of how much your pre- your house needed to be four thousand dollars. You said yeah, value wise. So they wanted you know. So the land's mansions. cheap, but they want to make sure that you can afford to really do it upright. And that's one of the things I really love. A lot of the times you're driving through the city, it's it's drive-by down these streets. You're not really looking at what's going on around you, understandably, mm-hmm. while you're driving. But <laughs> the neighborhoods are so full of history, and just to see how they've evolved over time and where they started and the reasoning behind it, I find very cool. So I highly recommend this walking tour down at least this street to see who lived in these homes and and if you go down the shortest street, you can go up and Powers, down that one as many times as Powers you want because place. I think it's like 25 feet long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leslie's Volvo like took up more than like half really? of it. Really? So. 15 feet. Yeah. That was actually one of my like highlights. The of theme the of my life is Volvo for scale because I, this is off topic as <laughs> our entire podcast is. Um, but we, we did go to, um, I took a road trip one time to Austin and on the way we stopped at the Marfa Prada mm-hmm. and I have a picture of it over there and it's oh, Bobo it's Bobo yeah. for scale oh and it's God. the same size as the Marfa Prada and <laughs> so it's like whenever I can take a picture of something that feels vast but is actually very small I like to park my Volvo in front of it all right well, I'm glad we have a picture I will post it yeah it's so like, like the metric scale system. how small this street is and but, it's just like kind of like a t- kind of like a bridge between two other streets it's like kind a Volvo like and a half yeah. afterthought or a hiccup or something yeah very... <laughs> between like the park but i don't know and then they made a thing of it they're very proud and yeah. the park was <laughs> i would be proud too it's cute. <laughs> it's cute i've never called a street cute like that like literally like the street a, is cute it is adorable. Adorable. i'm gonna have my mail sent there <laughs> i'm gonna make up an address <laughs> but yeah a lot of victorian houses so then after that we just kind of like made our way that was i one of like if you're just gonna talk about like just what our favorite thing was yeah. i think that was like the surprise of the day for me like mm-hmm. i didn't know that place existed yeah i know it is there's a park which is basically a secret garden yeah and it's, just, it's so garden. wild to me and i think um in the same that you're saying like if you just slow down there's like a lot to see i literally have been within 100 feet of this area hundreds of times because i go i cut down uh 
Hoover to get to the 10 all the time. And this is literally one block in is this magnificent neighborhood of these really grand. And each one is, they're all obviously custom homes. Each they one has its, their own character. You like know? one's mm-hmm. Victorian and one is like faux Italian. And like <laughs> one is like stately and full of bricks. That was my favorite. The Mediterranean one yeah. was my favorite. And I loved the landscaping. And then mm. there's like a tiny little Victorian that's like kind of modest, like tucked into the middle. And then I was looking at this walking tour right here and I do not remember seeing this, but they're like mermaid detail of this apartment building. Like there's a mermaid on this apartment what? building. That's amazing. <laughs> and I was there and You're I didn't catch that. And there's two we'll churches kind of bookending this little neighborhood right, too. Yeah. So there's, it's really special. And that was just such a delight. And I think that's one of the things that I love about Los Angeles is that no matter how well you know it, you'll still find yourself someplace surprising. And there's something really wonderful about that. It's like it's a, a city that like you'll never know completely, but that's the charm. Exactly. Yeah. There's always something new to discover. You can take the same route hundreds and thousands of times, but there will be a street you haven't turned down yet. And if you do, you might. Well, especially might the shortest street surprised. because you don't even know exactly. it's a street. So <laughs> you don't even know you turned down it. <laughs> you may have already gone down it. And you yeah. don't even know. <laughs> Uh, we went to go see that City of LA time switch box, and I'm still not sure we what. We tried to go see it. <laughs> uh, we it was a scavenger hunt to go find it first of all. So we were basing it off a picture that Bevan had. So we were like, it kind of looks like it's between here and here. Yeah, we did not know an exact location. I knew it was somewhere right off Pico, near Fairfax. And then I, you had Googled and found this photo. Yeah, I found an image that someone um, submitted to a photo website you know just amateur photographers like a flicker <laughs> i guess so yes <laughs> if that's what the kids call it and um i you know saw that tried to message the author of it ask him where exactly it was all his his description was just saying that it was a few blocks away from where he lived wonderful where <laughs> what's your message dear sir where um, do you live can i please have you your live? address yeah. well you did message him <laughs> i did i did not get a response i don't know how to old this, this picture was yeah and so with a little bit of uh pi work yeah, i saw, saw his was, picture you are essentially detective <laughs> yeah pretty much. i was very impressed with this you can solve murders mysteries mm-hmm. it was by Thanks a mechanic higher. shop yeah so i we saw what was in the, the background sign. we could see a couple letters of the sign in the background figured out the words that there was auto and service and red letters kind of so we drove down pico looking for auto service yeah, with red letters for that. well i went to yelp and i did auto service pico yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't even you, realize yeah, you did that Ooh, one, is one came up found it we were so hot on the trail. I was very excited because it's this old, like, I think from probably turn of the century, this time switch box. It's really cool. Little piece of time travel in L.A. And I wanted to know if it still worked. Probably exactly. not. What does it so, even like, do? Does it change time? Does it set the lights? No. Yeah, I think it, it's, it sets um, the street lights. Set the lights to be all on the schedule and daylight saving so it's like time. daylight sure. saving time? we will never know we will never know and we found the exact location found the auto shop and found the across pole the street with nothing <laughs> and it was on like it. a stump of a pole it was <laughs> it was uh, a stump of a pole with like my a, heart shattered with a sign around it though like a caution sign yeah around i felt the like pole. the old man in the book the giving tree like when he comes back and it's just a stump <laughs> <laughs> and then I, you know <laughs> he just sits on it and cries i mean i didn't do that but <laughs> <laughs> and bevan cried that's like it's allergies you guys <laughs> allergies there's something in my eye 
But I was yeah, so cool. impressed that you found the stuff. But it's still yeah, gratifying I mean, that, that we found it. That so that now we know that it the doesn't part exist. Of it's it. not like we're like, well, it exists somewhere. We just don't know. But we found. Yeah, we found. We found evidence that it does not exist. Yeah, but we found the stump. I guess I can be satisfied with the fact that I have closure. It is closure. And then on our list, we drove past Dino's Chicken, which is great. We did not stop. Dino's Chicken is excellent, and their fries are terrific. I don't know why they're bright orange. Duly they're noted. very good. What is, the fries are bright orange? Yeah. The oh. seasoning they put on them? Are they like similar to like the Rally's French fries? No, it's like more like Southern style. Um, but so the bullies have... Uh, Chris Hernandez loves uh, loves uh, Dino's. And a couple of times um, for moped rallies, we've actually stopped there with people. Ah. So... We did not stay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then we stop. drove past Papa Cristo's Greek Grill, which is delicious, but did not stop. <laughs> <laughs> Their pita's on point. And then we drove past St. Sophia's Greek Orthodox I'm telling you, Cathedral. when there's no traffic, there's no need to stop. We were just like, I know that was kind of the tricky part. We were on a good flow. And did we do this on, it was a Saturday, right? It's yeah. Saturday. Was it a Saturday <laughs> or a Sunday? Well, either way, it should have been someone out. <laughs> it's Los Angeles. <laughs> yes. There's always traffic. Know. It was strange. It was just like beautiful, clear, sunny day. So we kept going and we made it to the west side really quick. Yeah, we hadn't stopped at any of the old school places for lunch. Well, the one we did stop at, the diner you took us to in Aww. Santa Monica. My favorite diner is Ray's in um, Santa Monica. It mm-hmm. is on Pico Boulevard and it's a, just a solid diner. It's very reasonably priced and it's, it's all like so neon and turquoise. Blue and, and turquoise, yeah. On the and it's got five little spots right in front that you pull up and it's so quaint. When I went to SMC, I used to treat myself to lunch there. And uh, we, we did go there and it was awesome because if I'm ever anywhere near there, I try to stop for lunch because I just love the place so much. And also near Pita Pocket. Wait. Oh, yeah. They yes. were close, though. They were close that day. But the which Pita is another good place that if anyone is like is right next to it and right across the and, street from SMC. And there's we went by the apple pan. And the apple pan. We so many. Yeah. There's only there. so much you can eat, though, I, I think. After our bus wine, we were kind of like, okay, we're just going to invest in, like, a sandwich and then keep I feel moving. like we, if we did do the walking the whole way down, cause I think it's, like, 14 miles, which is quite a walk, but doable and crazy when you think about it. Cause Not if you're you stop and, and eat all that stuff. Well, yeah, but then I feel like you'd build up an appetite if you were walking. Or you just want to rest your foot. stop. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm hungry again. <laughs> Dogs are barking. You need somewhere to just. Well, and the sit apple pan is a classic. Um, not quite a diner. Is it a greasy spoon? I don't even know sure what it is. It has a counter. It has a counter, but it's like just a burger, burger and they pie place. Start, yeah, I think they might do tuna melt or patty melt and just. I love they have going there cones that they serve their, their drinks water. Out of. Yes, I love that too. Yeah. And it's just it's like a U-shaped counter, and the only seats are bar stools around the counter. First come, first serve. Yeah. And never not busy. And I they have a screen door, and I do love a business with a screen door. <laughs> Yeah, you don't keep see those that very often. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray's, I must say, for that old school diner vibe. I mean, it really was true in that sense where it was real diner prices. It wasn't, oh, we're a diner and we have all the look and feel of it. And your BLT will now be $17, please. It, I know that is hard to swallow. <laughs> no, Ray's, you can that. have like a scrambled eggs and hash browns and it's like $5 or something. Like No, I think all three of us, we ate lunch for three and wasn't the bill like under... 15 bucks for sure. Yeah, it was, it was around really 10. cheap. <laughs> it was so and I do appreciate reasonable. any like meal that comes with a pickle spear. I'm sorry. That's just oh, like something I really appreciate. So. Yeah, Ray's Diner. Check it Ray's out. Ray's Diner. Yeah. It's yeah. All right, you guys. I think we nailed this. <laughs> well, we went to Shay J. I'm teasing. Oh, I was like, wait. <laughs> I just have a pro Ray's Diner agenda. That's what this was all leading up to. <laughs> 
So because <gasps> it was Sunday, so there's a couple of things that we weren't able to stop at. There was um, what is that place? I don't see it on the list, but there was a place that was like um, a screen oh, printing print store. Yeah, it's the- called the print store. So it's like um, like a screen printing and poster like limited editions place, but also. They were closed. They were closed. It was a Sunday. Oh, and it was still too early for us to go to the happy hour at the Ernest Hemingway Bar. Barkowski. Bar- Char- <laughs> the, Charles, <laughs> the Charles Bukowski Bar. He's so angry. I love it. <laughs> Wilshire Pico. Sorry. Hemingway. It's all the same. So like so many things, we had a lot of good intentions. Yeah, see, if it was open, I would have known who, what kind of bar it was. Right? If you were Terrible. there to make a better impression, exactly. I think that's on you guys. <laughs> Sorry. But you know what was open? Shay J. We made such crazy good time down Pico. I mean, we found ourselves at the ocean in like, even with all our stops, like yeah, some three hours. Out. Yeah, like we managed to stop and see some things. I felt like we had a very tiny road trip. It was very... It was. <laughs> it was an adventure. Road trip clouds, were they, were they out? I don't think so. They were absolutely out in my heart. <laughs> in, in our minds and in our hearts. It was the spirit. And in our stomachs. It was Yeah, it, but you're right. It was like a crisp, clear day. So mm-hmm. I don't think there was any clouds. Yeah. And an and ending at this divey little bar in Chesche, which has been there forever. Mm-hmm. In Santa Monica. And, and, you know, I've never been there and I had I have heard about it because it's supposed to be this classic, like, it's a dive bar that doesn't know it's a dive bar because they're very sincere about the whole thing. <laughs> and it's weird. And Santa Monica has, be, as a city, has uh, really grown up a lot. So it's part of the old Santa Monica where there is a, an inexpensive bar where you can get a beer and a drink and it's a neighborhood hangout and a lot of locals. And also, yeah. I think they are one of those bars that open at like 6 a.m., right? Oh, yeah. No, it's an all-day thing. It's an all-day thing. They never close. They think they close and they, they give up at a certain point. <laughs> and yeah, it's one of those. They're like, we're Between tired. We're done here. So you pull up. It's this tiny little place. They actually have a parking lot, which in Santa Monica is unusual, yeah. too, particularly for a... Yeah, see, again, the parking gods were kind, and we just, like, pulled in, like, nothing. They have a little parking lot. It's not valet. Like, it, it's such an anomaly in L.A. and in Santa Monica. And the giant oversized clamshell out in front really set the tone. And you said this was your dad's bar? Well, he used to live in Venice, and we're talking eons ago, but um, that was his watering hole. And <laughs> he mentioned it, you know, oh, there's peanut shells on the floor, and there sure were, and they may have been there since and <laughs> like right. we said we weren't sure if it was part of like you know the theme the vibe or that it was just trash no it was authentic out. it was authentic dirty bar rag smell like, yeah, that, we was, that like, was real smells in your kind of yes house. still not i mean there was fixtures at the bar for sure like these lots of vintage local photos on the walls. there's local definitely people that, that there seemed regular yeah and like they had, like they had stools yeah been there all day also I know the guy next to me was drinking an Irish coffee and simultaneously a white wine. Oh, wow. That's just a (laughs) series of decisions. Yeah. (laughs) And only only there, folks. (laughs) Too toasty. Too crisp. So if you were going to recommend this to someone else, do you have any tips? Do you have any highlights? What, What should people not miss? Definitely, like I think we all mentioned our favorite part was Alvarado Terrace. I would say that is a must just to see that beautiful architecture that's still standing. It was astounding. Yeah, and the homeowners, kudos, you've kept it. Well, it's a historic, historical site, so. But they're beautifully maintained. I think it's like, and it really does feel like a cohesive neighborhood there. Yeah, 
Yeah, easy drive by through, and it's like yeah, if you ever find yourself easy. in the neighborhood, I also a park. I think can, I'm gonna set a um. I'll put a link on our website to the self guided tour because if you ever find yourself anywhere in the vicinity, it is it's worth spending 20 minutes and wandering around and just. Oh yeah, they give you facts on each home, so you kind of googling. <laughs> it's worth googling. It's definitely worth googling. And Ches J, if you're in Santa Monica and just want to grab a bite or a drink, or you gotta end it there. You're at the ocean. Maybe in time for sunset. Yeah, we kind of so like romantic. It's very waved. We kind of like kissed the ocean, turned idyllic. around. And we were there at the golden hour. It was actually very well timed. Right. See, the bus wouldn't have allowed us to do so. No. Maybe. I think the bus would have been great, and we would have seen some different things. So I would even recommend uh, doing it on public transport because you can just get like a day pass and just keep getting on. Like there's uh, subways and buses and. And I, I think it's interesting that it does really give you a snapshot of the city. And I think um, Jonathan Gold is obviously right for exploring that. Mm-hmm. But Smart even man. if it, you're just doing like a little little day trip, it is this fresh way of seeing the city and going from downtown. To, it just felt very purposeful to go from tip to tail like that. Yeah. And it was a good day. We had a really great time. I got to meet Devin. I got to meet Bevan that day. Yeah. Well, Devin wasn't there. But <laughs> I got to meet Bevan. My, my alter ego. Devin will come on <laughs> season three. Thank you so much for planning this field trip yeah, and for having us. Another really listener field trip success story. It was, it was a great day. It was so awesome. Thank you. It was really, and you were so prepared. Okay. So, uh, mysterycheese.com. At mystery underscore cheese on Instagram. Follow us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye.